Hello, everybody. My name is Chris Sims, and this is Sailor Business, and this is a chibi-sode. Uh, these are the episodes where we don't talk about every episode of the classic 1990 Sailor Moon anime and talk about why we love it. We talk about other aspects of Sailor Moon and her place in the universe and in our hearts. It's been a while since we've done one of these, so I don't remember how the intro is supposed to go, but we are here to talk about a very important subject, I think, for Sailor Moon, the series, and the person. And uh, that is attack animations, and how they can be good, and how some of them can be very, very bad. And to help out with that, we have an expert, an expert guest, uh, here from our uh, our latest guest on the regular show. It's Kat Marusic. Kat, welcome back. How are you? Hey everybody, uh, Jake here, just cutting in on my, uh, what seems to be getting increasingly worse, onboard laptop microphone. We lost some of Kat's audio for a little bit, so um, this the next couple of minutes might be a little weird. I'm going to try to edit around it, um, but we get it back in just a minute or two, so hang tight. Yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> my, uh, my wife has stopped asking people, how are you? Or how are you doing? Or how are you holding up? Because... The answer to all of those questions for all of us is bad. <laughs> we're we're doing bad. Uh, instead, she says, "How's your vibe?" Which I think is very good. Uh, so, how's your vibe? Sailor Moon is the, the the definition of bliss and stress. Usagi herself could not be more of either of those things. <laughs> now, I know some of the stuff that you have worked on, but uh, have you ever had? the occasion to do like an like a magical girl style attack animation in anything oh you know um it's been a minute and since i have uh done any of that stuff but i do remember um putting in a pose here and there just things that made us giggle um some references when we could there is one particularly famous one i say famous just just me and my animator friends know about Mm-hmm. There's one about uh, Green Lantern in particular. I don't remember if Lauren Montgomery directed it, but she definitely did the storyboards and his transformation into Green Lantern for the first time when he puts the ring on is pretty much beat for beat uh, an homage to um, Sailor Moon's original transformation. So that's, yeah. <laughs> that's fantastic. If you can ever find a side by side or if I find it, I will I will send it to you because uh, oh. it's it's pretty it's pretty it's pretty great <laughs> now do you know who got in uh who did the scooby-doo and kiss movie where ace freely is full-on doing the entire sailor venus transformation sequence oh oh you know i used to it's somebody i think that i have passing like have met before and have passing knowledge of I will. I will ask. I know somebody who knows for sure because I. I think they may have worked on that one as well. Okay, I am watching this Green Lantern <laughs> sequence right now. Oh yeah, it's like <laughs> I was like, is it the poses? No, it's like being wrapped in ribbons. Uh huh. <laughs> and then doing it like, wow, mm-hmm. that is fantastic. That's yeah. delightful. Yeah, Lauren Montgomery is also a big uh, Sailor Moon fan. She did um. Oh, she was uh, one of the showrunners for Legend of Korra and uh, Voltron. Mm. Oh, the cool. new Voltron, cool. anyway. 
yeah, she's really cool. She she loves Sailor Moon too. As an animator, mm-hmm. what do you think of the the attack animations? I think um because like in anime in particular they're called bank animations like it counts for like it refers to like um transformations as well um just things that they reuse mm-hmm. generally they're really good like as far as like the animation quality it's usually better than what you're getting like consistently through the episode because throughout the episode to save you know like effort and money to save your your animators effort and work for the really really cool shots like whatever the climax is or like then they they spend a ton of money on like the first and last episodes of a season so you you tend to see bank animations a lot i think sometimes the moves are not my favorite but generally the animation quality is very good um they they put a lot of effort into them because arguably you're going to see be seeing those pieces of animation the most because you're going to be watching them in multiple episodes i think they're really cool generally um some of the moves are real goofy (laughs) but i think that's that's i think that's taste to be (laughs) that's that's part of the fun right like they can't all be extremely dope devastating moves no 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 like uh pink sugar heart attack bless tiny chibi chibi it's or chibi moon it she's oh she's trying but it's so dopey but it leans on that and then and then that's what the fun of it is is that it's dopey and that she's a a baby she's a little girl so like she just shoots pink hearts into somebody's butt and they're like what is that and then they like shoo her away like a fly yeah there are um some hosts of this podcast that don't like chibiusa i don't know if you've heard Mm. Uh. (laughs) i don't know really yeah it's weird However, (laughs) however, I don't know how you can look at that attack and not be like, okay, this is, this makes her worth it. (laughs) This is is the good stuff. It's really funny. I think it's one of the more charming things about actually having, if you're going to have, you know, like a little kid, a whiny little kid, as little kids tend to be. If you're going to have a little kid around, at least, like, you know, do something fun with it and having having her have, like, her little baby attack. And then, like, that's where the humor comes from in the episodes with her. Like, I think I think that's a smart thing to do. Just, like, rely on the humor of the situation. And yeah, shooting and we talked about <laughs> uh, A thing that we talked about before we started recording is that that's also one of the very few attacks that you see someone doing like not just within the attack animation right like you you actually see her like you go into the attack animation and then you come out and then you see her still performing the ta- attack outside of the bank animation so she's still like you you pull out wide and she's just like they're both standing still and she's just firing hearts onto somebody and they're like okay <laughs> you hold for a beat and like I, I think that's fun they use these very situationally and i think that's one of the cleverer things that they do with her in particular yeah it's it's a really nice bit because i never yeah. know like i've watched 187 episodes of the show <laughs> three movies oh you got some more don't worry it's coming and i still don't know like how 
diegetic those attacks are. Like, does a literal giant concrete heart shoot out of Sailor Moon and and smack into somebody? I hope so. I want that to happen. That would be me too. And they scream beautiful. (laughs) They shatter. Because we know that um, the closest we've seen to anybody else's, I think. I mean, I guess we saw in the movie there was that sequence where they just fuck up a planet. They do. Using all of their attacks, which is incredible. They sure do. <laughs> it's pretty wild. Like, oh, right. Is that, that's R, right? Where they yeah. like mess up the, the flower planet that's shooting towards Earth. That one is so yeah. wild. It's think, bonkers. It's so nuts. I think, oh, oh, I think um, Hideki Anno did some animation in that one, if I remember right. Sorry, uh, small tangent. <laughs> um, Hideki Anno is from. Um, he he's famous because of uh, he created uh, Evangelion. Mm-hmm. Um, he actually also did. Um, I believe he did Sailor Uranus and Sailor Neptune's uh, transformations. The the their first transformations that you see in in uh, Sailor Moon S. So the like little little tie back to the bank animations because like. Yeah, you can you can get somebody really cool to like come in and and help you, uh, and then and then you see it multiple times throughout the show. I don't know if he was ever credited for them, but I'm pretty sure that was him. But yeah, that oh my god, that movie was wild. <laughs> Would it surprise you to learn that I am not an Evangelion guy? Mm, I don't know. I don't think so. That's okay. Evangelion is a it's a it's a lot. Is what I'm gonna say. <laughs> I, I do like I it. I have anything against it. No, it, it's um, it's just a, it's a very particular flavor. Um, I I can watch it sometimes, and then sometimes if I try to watch it, I will go into a very deep depression because it uh, it's kind of a lot. They talk about some some deep stuff, and it's very depressing. But hey, robots! <laughs> <laughs> but hey. All right, so I have picked out. Uh, I th- I've got a top five, mm-hmm. I think, of my uh, favorite attack animations. And I'm curious to know, like, what, like, if you have, like, an off the top, because I did not discuss making a top five with you. <laughs> but I'm, like, I'm wondering if you have, if I say, hey, what's the best Sailor Moon attack animation? Like, you've got one, like, ready to go. Hmm. I'd say my, okay, my sentimental favorite is Moon Healing Escalation. I just find it to be very classic. Like, it's pretty simple, but, like, she draws the... Uh, she makes the crescent moon shape. Like, it's very iconic. The moon wand is very iconic and everything. I think my other top faves... Two of these I'm going to talk about a little bit more, but I also really love um, Moon Gorgeous Meditation. It's a really involved attack, and it's one of the few that you see that has two characters in it. And you see, like, a cool version of it in one of the movies that's completely not the stock animation at all. Oh, and uh, Dead Scream. I do love Dead Scream quite a bit. You've got you've got a lot of my faves in there. Uh, <laughs> Moon Gorgeous Meditation, and I've said this on the show, hmm. is the, like, except for, like, the first five seconds and the last five seconds is the coolest thing. <laughs> do you because mean the parts with the horse in it parts with the horse and then like <laughs> after the uh like when it goes into the weird kaleidoscope effect i think oh right 
because I don't think that quite looks right, but that whole thing of... I mean, I guess it's more like the first 20 seconds now that I'm watching it Jeepers Christmas. But the, <laughs> from the moment she grabs onto the handle of the thing and starts swinging it around like a sword, it's like... Right. It's super it cool. It kicks ass. It's very, like... it. They're very aggressive stances for what we think of for Sailor Moon, and it's a very, like... That one's more of an offensive attack anyway. It's not a healing attack, I think. Yeah, because that one is season four. So Super S. So they're defeating the Lemuras with that one. So yeah, that, that they're not trying to heal a human that's been cursed. It's just a, hey, I'm going to blow you away attack. And the sword stances, like you said, like, uh, yeah, it's it's a really great piece of animation too. Yeah, and when it goes into the split screens... <laughs> like, when you've got the, it's so cool uh if you don't remember this part uh there's it it goes into three for a second when she's really mm. getting ready to fight and then when she does like the big move it goes into two and on the top she's it's, it's a wider shot facing uh right and mm. on the bottom it's a close-up facing left yeah and they they have actually it's wrong <laughs> because uh her her uh wand is in the wrong hand in the bottom one right it's in her left oh, hand yeah. she's facing the other way so i wonder if they had that originally to be like facing the same direction but it looks so much cooler when it's when it's facing the opposite direction it does it looks more dynamic uh, ooh, uh, she gets that big like you know dragon ball like the winds pick up effect oh it's so cool <laughs> i love it it's really rad yeah that one's a super cool attack have you watched any of the attacks from uh from uh, crystal i have it's been a minute um i remember it's been several years since i think goodness when did that come out was that like 2012 i think the first season something like that it's been a while but i remember the first season being uh shaky in animation in the animation department that was a common complaint (laughs) i know um by the time it got to third season it feels like they they put a lot more like time and and uh possibly hired more experienced animators and just like gave them more resources um I remember the ones in the third season of Crystal Haver looking really boss because they really like put a lot of time and effort into it. Yeah. I haven't watched any of the Crystal attacks kind of because I just haven't watched much of Crystal period. I think I watched some of the transformations and I thought they looked right. really cool, but I haven't watched any of the attacks because I kind of suspect that I might in the relatively near future, maybe have a podcast where I do that. <laughs> Is that is that possibly next on the list? We n- n- who, who who can say? <laughs> no man knows the hour of the time. That's true. Of, mm-hmm. of what might happen on the next installment of Sailor Business. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Moonbird's meditation, I think, is uh, Usagi's. Like Usagi in particular, it is her best looking attack because she does get to do all of those rad as hell like sword poses yeah, with it. There's- dynamic and like the way she's able because partially because of the way the weapon is designed um gosh what is that one called is it the moon kaleidoscope i forget exactly what it I is i think it um, is the moon kaleidoscope right moon i kaleidoscope. should know this 
I should know this. I'm a weeb. <laughs> um, yeah, I've heard that about you. I'm, I'm really bad at like remembering. Yes. You, you, no, you <laughs> oh. Is the moon kaleidoscope or kaleidomoonscope? <laughs> moonscope. Oh man. But yeah, like partially because of the way the weapon is designed to begin with, like it allows for like that kind of aggressive stance where other ones like, like I, I think I like the moonstick so much because you have sort of like that crescent shaped, it's almost not, it's not really a blade, but like, it's just like a, a more aggressively shaped weapon. But then like you had uh, the one in between that was more just like a baton and she did uh, baton style twirling attacks. And I believe see, that was second season. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just the way the kaleidoscope is designed is a little bit more like blade like, at least in the fact that it has like a handle, like a hilt, and then like a like a blade like kind of like wander protrusion. But it just it's a cool looking um weapon and then it allows itself to to lend into some really cool looking attacks. Um but yeah, and then like just the the task of it's actually a kind of a long piece of animation. I mean, Sailor Moon always gets the longest uh, stock animations, but um, yeah, start to finish, it's a minute and three seconds. It's, it's long. It's beefy. It's five percent of an episode. <laughs> uh, that's starting with Twinkle Yell. So that's start. That's starting with Chibiusa beseeching the horse. <laughs> Please, horse, yay! Second. <laughs> Bestow upon us your magic horsepower. <laughs> yeah, the, the shot of her, like, right when, like, it's the first shot of her holding the moon kaleidoscope, mm-hmm. where she's, like, cutting her way into the shot. Like, that's one of my favorite shots of Sailor Moon. She looks so determined, and mm-hmm. there's so much motion in it, even though it's, you know, a largely static pose. Like, she, there's a little bit of motion, but, like, her hair is in the wind and she's got one arm thrown back she's like staring directly at the 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 viewer she looks super focused so it's uh it's a really it's a really good pose it it's weird because it's so very different from muntiar action right which looks like kind of understandably i think like stiff you know it it Mm -hmm. looks like she is inexperienced in that animation which i think is, is pretty cool uh, it, it lends itself to like that's that's her first real like attack and then like by this time she's she's more confident um there's more flourish to it like i i know that's partially just because like hey this is a popular show now we can make these longer and more wild but also <laughs> like it, it fits because she's she's more powerful now so i i think it works yeah uh, this the- this one is a super attack uh, the other one that you mentioned that is uh, real, real high on my list of favorites is Dead Scream. Dead Scream is uh, so boss. I love Pluto so much. And this is the one attack we get for her in the anime series. It's so cool. <laughs> is there something about it in particular that like sticks out to you? I think this has a little bit to do with Pluto's character, but also like she's so confident, but reserved. Like she almost whispers Dead Scream. It's not like a yelled attack. She she like powers up the orb. Like you see it shining in the darkness. She has like this plasma lightning and stuff that like flows around her. And then 
she doesn't move a whole lot. She does, I think, she grabs it and she grabs the the time key with a garnet orb on the end of it, and then she spins once, and then she fires this energy like just out of the end of the garnet orb, and it's it's very cool looking without her having to actually physically move a lot. It's so dynamic, and she she doesn't yeah she doesn't have to move a lot, but like. It's reserved, but really powerful, and it has kind of that same effect that like Neptune and Uranus's attacks from that season. Because I think the first time we see her in season R in season two, but we don't actually get an attack sequence, a bang sequence for her until the third season, until S. Um, but yeah, I, I think I think what's cool about it is like it just sort of like reflects her character a little bit. She's she's reserved, but she's very powerful. Yeah, I think it's kind of the opposite of Moon Gorge's meditation. Because the cool thing about Moon Gorge's meditation is that we see Usagi moving through so many of those poses and then like kind of charging up and then she's got the big thrust forward at the end. Whereas this one, the way it's animated, Setsuna is basically standing still, but everything around her, including the camera, is moving right. super fast. And I think that's what it is, because I, I, I've been trying to figure out what unites all of my favorite attack animations. And let me tell you something about your boy. I love a zoom. <laughs> yes. I, love a, I love the crash zoom. Uh, and a camera. And like, it's good. Yeah. It's, uh, if anyone out there knows about um, uh, Japanese professional wrestling and you know like when Okada hits the Rainmaker pose... And the camera pulls oh. all the way back and you see him like in the ring or surrounded by the crowd. Like it's that, it's that same thing. Oh man. I need to watch more Japanese wrestling currently. Highly recommended. <laughs> there is a, a series of matches between Kazuchika Okada, the Rainmaker and uh, Kenny Omega, who also is a huge weeb. <laughs> Weebs you not. <laughs> On the one to five star scale uh dave melter gave one of their matches seven wow and uh that match is really good it's like an hour long it's uh, (laughs) extremely dope how long do they normally go i would say like the the a solid length for like a a good wrestling match is going to be like 20 to 25 minutes right so this was like double double the norm that's yeah. so intense. And they had wrestled to, I, I think there's a six star match where they wrestled to a time limit draw at, at 60 minutes. Wow. Uh, which, it's, it takes a lot to make one of those interesting. But when, the, when they're good, they are, they are very, very good. Anyway, attacks. That's just basically one prolonged <laughs> attack animation. Uh, you mentioned Sailors, uh, Uranus, and Neptune just now. And. Uh, world shaking is yeah. the shit i think no doubt i really like that one world shaking like i almost kind of regard them together a little bit but world shaking and like um oh my gosh i'm gonna forget what it's called now neptune's attack oh what is it called? Um, right <laughs> i i just completely brain, brain farted but they're they're so cool and they have such good foley work like to them where you really get the sense of like deep submerged. Power. 
Purge, that's it. And you get that tidal wave coming at you and you hear like the crashing of the waves and in Uranus's you hear just like this thunderous like roar that's coming at you. Yeah, I think it's not a thing. I don't think that's get, gets mentioned often. Foley work in <laughs> a transformation sequence. But I think those really like kind of enhance the the power you feel like from those attacks sound design is important y'all i feel like world shaking is a beautiful piece of animation and i love that it opens with haruka like clenching her fist and then the light in her fist exploding out that's incredibly cool but i think there's there's a problem with it and it's kind of an inherent problem for everyone's attacks that aren't Usagi's. Which is that world shaking in particular, like world shaking and dead scream in particular, deep deep submerge is a cool attack, but it doesn't quite look as devastating as world shaking. Mm -hmm. World shaking looks like it should obliterate. Like it should tear down buildings. (laughs) And then you see like nothing after when you pull out and you just see like the enemy got scratched. Oh no. Yeah. Like, we see it tearing up the ground. Literally rending the earth. And then it cuts to some, like, sexy microwave who's like, ow! <laughs> <laughs> now, Sailor Moon. Poor sexy microwave. <laughs> like, no, I, I, I agree. Like, more, more collateral damage would be, like, super fascinating to see. And I'm pretty sure it was just because, you know, limited time and budget, but Oh man, it would be so good. So good. I do feel like it would have like served the season better, like given kind of thematically in uh, right. in S, if like getting hit with world shaking was like getting hit with a cannonball. Right. Because they're trying to murder these people <laughs> and Usagi is not. And their whole shtick is like, you know, we're going to do our mission like collateral doesn't matter so like having them actually like physically tear up the city essentially would be pretty cool (laughs) it would it would be cool and it would be uh strong strong thematically for the for the story they're trying to tell yeah two seasons of usagi like you know doing moon tierra action and then like us like healing people Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden these people come along and it's like they are (laughs) it's like they are firing guns like i want usagi to see world shaking for the first time and it cuts back to her and she's like jesus christ (laughs) (laughs) she's like i have to go now i have to go i have to go get new pants to buy which i think like let me let me ask you this because i feel like it is a it's a problem that's going to be unique to this particular genre. Mm-hmm. But if you're, if you're making attack animations, is there like a limit to how cool you want it to be? Ooh. Because it can't be the, the finisher. Like, like Moon Gorgeous Meditation can look as cool as you want because it's going right. to be the last one. Right. You know, I don't know. I guess it, I guess it really depends on the production because I know. Okay, I watched um, I watched Madoka Madoka Magica, and 
I think just like by the third episode, maybe it was uh, the yellow haired girl, mommy, mommy, I think. And her attack was so insane. It was just she she summons like thousands of individual fire flintlocks. Yes, I've actually seen that. <laughs> and it's so it's so extra, but it's so cool. And like there's so much arguably like more powerful stuff that happens later, but that one is is my favorite just because it's the most extra. Yeah, I was actually I've never watched Madoka. But I was pulling clips from it for a uh, for work, mm-hmm. so I was you know it, I was just going through Netflix, kind of pulling stuff out, and then I got to the part where this tiny child is just pulling out a thousand guns, <laughs> and I was like, "Hang on, does this rule?" <laughs> right. It sure does. Um, I would say Madoka, if you ever watch it, um, along the lines of Evangelion, it is kind of a lot <laughs> but uh i think it's a worthwhile watch but um but yeah to kind of like lead that back to like the sailor moon like i i think that was interesting because at that point they're really trying to sell you on how cool mommy is like how amazing she is and i, I won't spoil anything for you because like something else happens like something very dramatic happens to that character but like they were the really like selling how amazing that character is over the main character so i think they're trying to sell something a little bit different there and more in the case of sailor moon they're really trying to like because the show is named for her uh it would be a little bit harsh if they i I suppose made somebody else like look more cooler or more powerful or gave them like longer bank animations i think they they made specific choices to like kind of center everything on sailor moon but also like sailor moon is is the good character like she's she's the focal point throughout the series where in madoka like they're kind of shifting your expectations around a little bit based on based on how far you are in the series yeah uh, as i understand it madoka is a huge bummer so (laughs) it kind of is it kind of is yeah. I probably won't. That's uh, fair. <laughs> but be watching that anytime soon. I do think, I do hope that by the end of Sailor Stars, mm-hmm. that Usagi gets a sword. Oh. Or a gun. I doubt this will get a gun. <laughs> a thousand flitlocks. <laughs> yeah. Sailor Moon. Pops a cap into Galaxia's ass. Yeah, L- Luna does a backflip. Yeah. And <laughs> She's just... like, yeah, I've been hanging on to this one since 92. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> we couldn't show this in our day. <laughs> oh, man. And then uh, still Diari plays. And uh, Usagi goes after Galaxia. It'll be super, really fun. <laughs> Give Usagi a sword. Usagi deserves a sword. Which, by the way, I have, <laughs> I have never seen Haruka use her friggin' sword. And I know she's got it. As a sword, right? Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't happen much. If, if at all, actually. She does it a lot in the, in the manga. Like, she uses it as a, an offensive weapon. And not just, like, high I shoot energy out of this. Yeah. But not so much in the anime. They didn't really... 
end up focusing on that night and, and that may just be like limitations that they had at the time just for like time and like you know certified choreography is hard <laughs> it's really hard what if instead of a sword Okay, look, full disclosure, I have been looking <laughs> at uh, magic weapons for my D&D game literally all day. Amazing, yes. Because uh, I am making um, shop inventories for mm. my party so that when they go, I don't have to tell them everything. I can just give them this handout right. with all these tables in it. Uh, and I will do this for hours and hours and hours because this <laughs> is what I do when I'm depressed. <laughs> this is... <laughs> This Fair. is the thing that I do uh, to kind of just take my mind off it. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. So what if Usagi didn't have a sword? Instead, she had two giant scythes, like Ooh. Grim Reaver scythes. And the reason she has two blades. of them. Okay, <laughs> moon-shaped blades. But yes. <laughs> also, you put them, like you face them at each other and you put them together, big heart. Oh, and then we've got all the Usagi imagery that we need. I love it. Oh man, Sailor Moon Death Reboot. Yeah, I'm kind of for it, but it still has to be sparkly. It, it's not right if it's not sparkly. Yeah. Oh, it, no, don't worry. It'll be sparkly. <laughs> don't you don't you worry about that. <laughs> uh, next one that I want to talk about is Jupiter Thunder Dragon. Ooh. Which I think is just what it's called in the in the uh, Deke dub, right? That's oof. Yeah, that is a good one. Yeah, because um, it makes a dragon. It does. It's hard to top lightning attacks. Lightning just looks cool, and I think that's part of why like Pluto's attack is really cool because it's got kind of like that red plasma lightning in it. I don't know. Lightning's hard to beat when it comes to really cool special effects. It is only. According to the Sailor Moon dub wiki, which I wish was written in in voice. <laughs> like I, I, I wish it was like, Jupiter Thunder Dragon is a way cool attack. <laughs> used by Lita. As read by the original Deke uh, dub voice for, for Serena, for Serena Usagi. Yeah. Ah, Supreme Thunder Dragon, of course. It's called Supreme Thunder Dragon. Oh. <laughs> uh, only used once. Ever. Oh, right. In the episode that it, the Deke title is Food Fetish. Oh, why that name? No. It's a bad title. It's a bad Oops. title. <laughs> That's a real bad title. Oh, no. Oh, no. Ugh, but yeah, like God. Supreme oh. Thunder, I think is cool because it's the, it's one of the few where one of the character, like one of the characters has like a design change in it, like like where Jupiter gets the little antenna for Supreme oh, right. Thunder, the lightning mm-hmm. rod, I guess is what it actually is. Like sure. that's super cool. I love that. Oh man! And then it becomes a dragon. It does. Oh, right. I remember this was during the Ale and Anne arc. Yeah. Which I feel yeah. like maybe the, they were just like, yeah, have it turned into a dragon this time. Because at that point, they could. <laughs> like, at that point, they could just do whatever. Because they're like, like, yeah, this, this is... 
This is the Wild West now. This is our show now. We get to make things up. Yeah, we ain't basing this on nothing. Go ahead, turn it into a dragon. I don't care. <laughs> oh, good. I'm trying to remember. I feel like I feel like in the in the manga she may have had something that was dragon esque, but ooh, it's been a minute. It's been a minute. <laughs> but um, but yeah, that one was super cool looking, and it's like huge too. She like conjures this massive freaking dragon made of lightning. That's so boss. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Jupiter rules, in fact. <laughs> it, it turns out. I've done extensive research on the matter. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sailor Jupiter rule. Agreed. <laughs> I concur. Oh, actually, this this can be a little bit of my Sailor news uh, as well, but uh, I started watching the um, pre- Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon, and yeah, turns out, also boss in that. Super boss. Love her. Love Makoto. <laughs> so good. That show is wild. Yeah, she's great. Mm-hmm. She is She is truly a uh, fantastic Sailor Senshi. <laughs> I really want to do Pretty Guardian. I really, really do. Please do. I am. I think I'm about halfway through. I've been watching it uh, via, via um, Discord. With my boyfriend, who is far away from me currently, but we've been enabled to to have our little our little Sailor Moon watch party. We've been really enjoying it. It's super fun. It's very character driven in a way that, especially early parts of the season series, the anime series are not quite not in the same way anyway. But like, oh gosh, oh gosh, there's so much too because they they start going off from what happens in the manga and in the anime and they kind of do their own thing and oh it's fun <laughs> oh no yeah. tangent oh, they, good. <laughs> do, they do their own thing they sure do like say for instance sailor luna is their own thing <laughs> she sure is oh i love it it's, that was dark mercury real goofy oh dark mercury is great because She's great in particular because Ami is such a competent person in general. So to see like that get used for nefarious purposes is just, it's good. It's good. And she gets a sword. She gets a sword. See, see, that's all it takes. A sword. You just need a sword. That's all. Everybody gets swords. Sailor Moon reboot. Everybody gets swords. Mm -hmm. Everybody. Oh, you know what? Uh, to add to my list of faves, um, Mercury Aqua Rhapsody with the harp. And it's a music-centric episode where she writes lyrics and like, oof, I like that one a lot. You don't see any of the other ones where it's kind of like music-centric or like, and it's not even a weapon necessarily because you see like, um, oh, uh, Marceline Sniper is is a, a bow and arrow, but She's just playing a harp, but she shoots out all of this, like, icy, sparkly water. And I'm just, oh, it's good. <laughs> I love that one. It's, it's, uh, I think their, their S, uh, Super S attacks aren't particularly long. Uh, they usually go by pretty quick, but I think that one's a really cool and beautiful piece of animation. Yeah. Uh, it's weird that she gets the harp and then the harp just goes away. 
True. I just want him to carry him around. Right. Oh, it would be nice. Right, kind of like the the outer sense you have their talismans. Yeah, it would be exactly. cool if we had some some sort of physical manifestation. Yeah, yeah it would be nice if she could, like carry around. that with her. <laughs> just carry it. I want. I guess it's really easy for me to say that she carry this stuff around, and then it's your job to do it. Like your job to do it. Like, hey, what if, carry what if, every scene. Uh, what if she did? just wear that big heart-shaped belt with all the tiny heart-shaped links what if she didn't wear that all the time mm-hmm. what if sailor pluto didn't have a bunch of keys around her waist at all times with little <laughs> tiny tines and things hmm. <laughs> what if like what if we did I already... a thought experiment <laughs> i already know that somebody somewhere was just was just dying when naoko showed them what the eternal costumes looked like. <laughs> I know she, they were just dying inside. And that's why they only did Sailor Moons for the for the anime ever, because they were like, oh no, you want us to draw that nine times? Nine other times? No, 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 no. You stop that. You get out of here, crazy lady. Like, she's got what now coming out of her butt? Giant wings. <laughs> giant, giant freaking wings. Dear God. Uh, let's see. I think, I think I've only got one more. Uh, Hit me. And it is, I don't think it's quite on the level of the others, because it's much, much shorter, for one thing. Mm-hmm. But, uh, Love and Beauty Shock, which again, yeah. has the big zoom. The big zoom mm-hmm. in. Big zoom. And that one's really, like, cute and simple. Because she's just, um, she does a little kiss in her hand, and then she she extends her arm out and like blows it out. And then it just like turns into this giant, like blast of energy to like smash them with. And I'm, it's great. It's great. Yeah, It's super simple, but there's so much character in it. Yeah. It's so, so very. Oh yeah. Like you get the, like the, the, there's the wink, there's the kiss. And then there's the throwing the big heart that, (laughs) That I again, I wish did something more than just make people go, ah. <laughs> Agreed. But we gotta we gotta leave the finishers for for the title character, don't you know? Yeah. Mina is also one of the uh it, her and Makoto are the only scouts, and I, well I guess I guess Usagi gets it kind of, but they have like non-transformed attacks. Cause yeah. That we only see once. We only see Sailor Moon kick once, unfortunately. We only see Sailor V kick once. Right. Uh, I believe. But we have that thing where uh, Makoto does the, like, the, the, the flash kick from Street Fighter on a dude. Uh, right. Oh, that was good. And, uh, of course, in Makoto's first appearance, she, like, throws that dude to the ground. <laughs> she sure does. She just picks him up and hur- hurls him across. Like... Yeah. Oh, it's good. Yeah, that, that stuff is choice. <laughs> it's always really nice to see, like, as in the case with Pink Sugar Heart Attack, it's nice to see them interacting in fight, fighting ways, like, outside of the stock animation, too. And I know, like, that's a limited thing because, you know, it drives the budget way up and then your animators are all dead <laughs> or stressed out or sick. Um 
but it, but the the moments we do get to see it are always really like really cool and really gratifying in that way um just to like just because it, it's novelty basically at that point because you don't see it very often yeah and i remember it being like when uh uh nephrite in, in the last uh nephrite episode it's such a weird shock when, like he he is physically hit by Zoocyte, you know, like yeah. we see, like we see them physically interacting with each other because all of these attacks are like a person is isolated for twenty to to eighty seconds. <laughs> right, and like often you just see, or um, if you see like an impact or something, you just see it in shadow or like silhouette or whatever. But yeah, that that was that was a pretty nasty fight. It was good. Yeah. Which kind of makes me like getting a moment like that where you can actually have such a signifier that shit is popping off. <laughs> like things are getting very real. Uh like I think almost makes up for and maybe maybe like completely makes up for uh like the fact that we never get to see them like have cool fights where they're interacting with each other uh, right. and, and doing stuff like that stuff I would love to see. Like I would love to see like one of them does an attack from one direction and then, you know, we get like combo moves. We should get yeah. more combo moves. Yeah. I love combo moves. Cause they're a team. Why would you have a team? If you can't do combo moves. <laughs> right. Uh, they, there are a tiny handful of episodes where I feel like they kind of like are able to pull that off, but they're so rare. Like they kind of attack, they either just attack at the same time or you like see bits of their, um, of their bank animations. And then maybe they have just like a black card shot where their like power effects are coming together. And then you see like the enemy getting attacked, but even those are pretty limited, but, but it's, it is creative. Like, that's a creative use of like what they have to like make something a little bit different without killing everybody involved on the, on the production team. But yeah, it's definitely something really cool to see. Oh, I think that's also what I like about pretty guardian sailor moon, small tangent, but you see them do like Sentai fight choreography and it's great. Yeah. And they like jump and flip and kick and uh, it's good. <laughs> things that are easier way easier to do and track in live live action over animation so but they have like surely there's a like finisher in that because there's always a finisher in like a common writer or a, or a power rangers <laughs> there are there are often finishers does usagi do like moon tiara action does she do something else um, she does do moon tiara action. Um, there is a bit of like bank animation for that, but also like they do film parts of it. They film more parts of it in live action uh, that aren't reuse. Um, I would say percentage wise over like how much reuse you see with the animated series, mm -hmm. just because it's it's way cheaper and faster to like set something up and then do a little bit of like, I mean. They do do um, like post effects and things in it, like flashes and glows and things, obviously that aren't like filmed live. But, but yeah, she does have some of her standard attacks, and she does have Moon Tiara action. She does have uh, Moon Healing Escalation so far, 
Um, I'm excited to see if she gets any other attacks, but also like she's doing several things that aren't any of those. Like she'll just like have a moment and then she'll get either like really intensely upset or something will happen and she'll just start to glow and then like release a burst of energy and something will happen either to the person that's attacking her or she'll like try to purify somebody or um, I don't know. It's pretty cool. It's, it's a little bit different. But yeah, all stuff that's that's hard to do and, and make up on the fly and do situationally for each individual episode of a of an animated show. But oof, man, someday I'd love to see just like an an all out like animated fight choreography like Sailor Moon. That would be really great. I would. I think I, I think that. last season of Crystal gets pretty close. It's pretty good. See, <laughs> now I'm excited. I'm excited. Uh, Eternal, the, um, I think it's going to be a two-part movie that encompasses Super S. Um, I know it got pushed. It's, it was originally supposed to release in Japan this September, this September, but I think it got pushed to January, but word on the street is the animation is supposed to be really killer. They're putting like a lot of time and effort into it. So it should look pretty boss. Excited to see some attack animation for that. Wait, they're going to be doing all of S as a movie? Yeah, they're kind of like truncating it into two parts. Um, I think each part is going to be movie length. Here's the thing, what are they going to do with what are they going to do with supers? Because if they can condense the horse down to about 90 minutes, I might <laughs> I might be okay with that. I think that's going to be part of it. I'm not sure how far, like, if I, it seems like they're going to do the dream arc. So they're going to do everything that encompasses Pegasus and it actually what would technically be considered the beginning of stars where they redefeat Nihelenia, so to speak, but like where they defeat her for realsies. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, it looks like they're going to handle most of that season as a, as two, two movies that go together, a part one and a part two. I'm oh. excited. That is exciting. Anything, anything that's fun new Sailor Moon stuff that can make me forget about life for a while is pretty great. All right. So uh, anything else about uh, Sailor Moon attack animations that we want to get into? I think there's there's good ones that we haven't talked about. I don't think any, any of them really are bad. No, I think I think they all... Um... They all serve their purpose to the point where, like, they make the character look cool. They sell, like, what they're doing. I think they get better as they go along because they were, like, early on, they were, they were also kind of, like, figuring out the characters and things, too. Animation-wise, like, how they move in real time because, you know, like, before that, they just had a comic to reference. Oh, I do love, in particular, I think it's the opening of Sailor Moon, the third season, and Sailor Moon S. There's a really beautiful, like, Oh gosh, it goes by so fast. But there is a little beautiful bit of attack animation from all of the inners and uh, Neptune and Uranus in there. I think the Neptune and Uranus part are added because that that opening changes uh, over the course of the season because they didn't want to step on Uranus and Neptune's reveal right away. Mm -hmm. So they add add those characters into the opening sequence uh, after they are introduced officially as Sailor Senshi. Um, but yeah, there's there's a little chunk in there that's a little bit of beautiful attack animation. Um, it goes by real quick. It's about, I think, two thirds of the way through, but it's really cool. 
But yeah, like overall, I think, I don't think any of the attack animations are bad, but there are ones that definitely stand out to me as like super extra cool or like just really like unique in that way. Like, like I think Moon Gorgeous Meditation is probably just one of the coolest pieces of animation in the show. It's like really beautiful. It's really well done. I like it. Even the horse parts. Sorry about the horse parts. Sorry about the horse parts. <laughs> Sorry about the horse parts. Uh, all right. Well, Kat, uh, this has been very fun. I hope everybody enjoyed us uh, talking about these attack animations. If you have a particular favorite attack animation, let us know. Uh, s- send it to Ad Sailor Business on uh, the bad website in which we are all trapped. <laughs> Forever. You know, we would love to leave and cannot. <laughs> Please let us out. So we might as well talk about Sailor Moon on there. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and speaking of, uh, where can our listeners find you, Kat Marusik, should you wish to be found? You can find me on Instagram as kittycatcatherine with a, with a K for each word. Um, and on Twitter as meowmaroocat. All right. Uh, Kat Marusik, thank you so much for joining me uh, to talk about these uh, Dead Scream rules. Yes. Moon Gorgeous Meditation almost rules the whole way, but I guess because <laughs> it's two minutes long, rules just enough. It's very good. All right. Uh, we will, uh, you'll be back for a regular episode soon, and we'll talk to you then. Uh, until then, everybody, have a uh, great couple of weeks and uh, stay safe out there. 